Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Daniel Alfon online. Daniel, how are you? Fine, Michael. Thank you very much for having me. I'm really looking forward to this conversation because you do some amazing work with LinkedIn and in helping organizations really grow by using that uh, wonderful platform. It's it's my favorite as far as the social media platforms are concerned. So why don't you share a little bit about you and then we'll dive into the conversation. Pleasure. Um, my name is Danny Alfon. I'm based south of Tel Aviv, Israel, and I help companies leverage LinkedIn. It's a very powerful platform, just like you said, it has over uh, 800 million users. And since you uh, hit record, hundreds of people have joined LinkedIn, two people every second. That's an amazing number. And I've been in the platform for quite a long time. And I was working in a different space at the time and wasn't running my own business when I originally started it. But then as I launched my business and realized you know, the power of what LinkedIn could provide for me as far as connections and getting to know people, you know, I, I, I was focused on that. Now I was in other social media platforms as well, but for myself, I found that LinkedIn was a better place for me to reach out from a B2B or business to business type of scenario instead of business to consumer because my work tends to be more working with businesses and organizations and not so much with individuals. And not that I don't or haven't, I, I just find that for my own business and you know, a lot of people listen to the show, you know, they're, they're working with businesses to businesses. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on, you know, what are some of the things that you, that you guide people through as far as utilizing LinkedIn to really grow their business and obviously provide their services to you know, clients that need it as well? With pleasure. Uh, the first thing we need to take into account is who's your ideal client, who's the avatar of your ideal client. I was listening to an episode you released with Jason uh, Reiki, and, and he's, he asked, what, how would you characterize Amazon? What sort of industry is Amazon in? And it got us thinking for a second because you could name all, all sorts of answers. So the first thing is to understand who's your ideal client. And if you're working with companies and you want to help them uh, either uh, tackle the great resignation or improve their uh, employee satisfaction, employee uh, retention, and lessen and, and uh, reduce their, their burnout, then what's the function in the organization that is likely to call and try to have a conversation with you? That's, num- that's the first question you need to ask yourself. And then the second question is, what action would you like those people to perform once they visit your profile? And if your answer is to reach out to you, then your profile provides excellent information for them to go to breakfastleadership.com or to learn more about you. And that's the thing. You want to make it easy for potential clients or customers to be able to reach you, uh, providing the contact information, providing the content uh, and targeting um, those types of industries that is your ideal avatar. I've done a lot of work on that over the years and refine it all the time. It's not a set it and forget it. 
a lot of people say, okay, this is my ideal customer. And that's been their ideal customer for five years. It's like, is it still your ideal customer? Or have you evolved as an organization or as the needs of your consumer base evolved to a certain way where maybe they need something else from you? And that may change who your ideal customer is. With the COVID-19 pandemic, there's been a ton of change as far as the needs of organizations, individuals. And that was one of the things that I advised companies to do. It's like, make sure you talk with your customers, your existing ones, and ask them what they need from you now, not what you've been constantly delivering to them over the years, but ask them, is there something that you need from us now that is different than what we offer? And several organizations followed those instructions and they expanded their line of business because there were things that their clients needed that they weren't originally offering, but they could easily offer. And it was as simple as just reaching out and, and having a conversation with them. Now, it's hard to have conversations with all the businesses that you want to reach as far as becoming potential clients, but LinkedIn is definitely one way to approach it. Wouldn't you agree? I would, and it's very powerful what you said because clients appreciate the question themselves. Maybe some of the clients you would reach out to don't have an answer yet, or they'll say, Michael, let's think about it and, and, and get back to you. But even suggesting this instead of just freezing and waiting for the pandemic to uh, to uh, to end earns their trust and, and enables you to strengthen the relationship with them. And in the long run, relationship is what builds our business. That is what brings us referrals. Is what increases the lifelong value of a customer. So reaching out instead of being afraid of, of making a move is is very powerful. And I could I couldn't agree more with that. What do you like most about LinkedIn yourself? You said it was your your favorite platform. What part are you most enjoy? If you had like a minute to visit LinkedIn, what would you do? Well, for me, it's one, I look at any notifications first to see if someone has commented on a post or shared something mm-hmm. or somebody that I know well, maybe that they've got a promotion or they've taken on a new role. It's an opportunity to engage with those people and, and say, congratulations. I don't use the cookie cutter one. I'll, I'll make it actually look like I wrote it. It wasn't something that was auto-filled in by suggested text. But also, uh, you know, if there's some feeds or, you know, do some research on the topics that I'm interested in, whether it's workplace burnout or the great resignation or other things that I find interesting, dive into those organizations or those comments or posts you know, submit my comment if I feel I can add to the conversation. If I don't, I'm not just going to type something to type it. Yeah, I'm going to look at it and say, okay, let's let's review it and see if there's something that I can learn or grow from or maybe share it as a resource to somebody else. And that's something I do a lot is if I see something that I think would be beneficial to either the people that follow me or maybe even an individual. It's like, hey, did you see this post or did you see this video stream talking about this new legislation that would impact the line of work that they do. It's it's one of those things where I go in there, it's like, okay, I'm going to give, I'm also going to receive, but I want to make sure that I'm giving something to provide benefit to people. And when you do that consistently over a period of time, you get noticed. The algorithms in LinkedIn recognize it as well because 
they realize, okay, you're active in here. So we're going to, you know, maybe bump up some of your posts a little bit higher. And we've seen that happen. I've noticed it myself without doing any type of measurement. I, I recognize, okay, I'm getting a little bit more awareness now than I was before. And it was just because I was participating in the platform and, and creating good content and, and sharing things and, and being open. So that's typically how I use it. Uh, if I'm looking to find another example is if I'm looking to connect with somebody in a particular industry or if I'm doing research as far as speaking engagements. Well, yes, I can look for speaking engagement posts on LinkedIn. But what I find is if there's particular sectors that I want to speak to, whether it's pharmaceutical or veterinary or human resources, you know, I'll look for people that are in those types of roles that are senior level and see if I have anything in common with them. I find more often than not, because I've been on LinkedIn for so long, it's quite rare for me to find a third degree connection. It tends to be more of a second degree. So I'm connected to other people that are like-minded and you know, I'll do some research and I just don't go, hey, let's connect to everybody that I could possibly connect to. That you know, that just junks up my feed and I, I don't you know want to do that. But if there's specific people that make a lot of sense for me to potentially connect to, it helps. And I found that when I do that, and I send a personalized message uh, and that I have a pretty good success rate as far as connections, as well as it can create either referrals or opportunities or just, you know, knowing additional people in the fields that I'm interested in, which you know may pay benefits down the road. It's, it's, uh, it's strong because I would like to reemphasize both two terms you've used, consistency and a systematic approach. And people listening to this and, and building their own system, maybe tweaking what we discussed now in order to fit their schedule and their line of business would find that LinkedIn will bring them results in the long term. If you only do it once, then you can't expect really neither the algorithm to learn about your uh, your preferences nor the person to to uh, to reply or to engage with you. But if you do it on, on a, in a systematic way, in a consistent way, then you will grow your network will grow, your your reviews are going to be uh, better, and you, you can definitely uh, strengthen your, your business in your relationship. And you mentioned a lot of things that you're doing, and Michael, most people don't. You, you mentioned the cookie cutter. Most people you, you will see on their feed, like, congrats for the 450th uh, 50th person, just, just saying congrats. And at one point, you know, the, the executive that has updated their, their profile no longer even sees those. And this asking yourself, is this important enough for me to actually do something about it? And maybe just one out of 10, you'd say, yes, I want to invest 30 more seconds and write the, that person uh, an optimize, uh, uh, a customized message. And you could do that outside of LinkedIn. The, the great secret is to know when to live LinkedIn. You don't have to live on the platform as, as much as I like it, as much as it's powerful, building real life relationship is Trump's LinkedIn and our networking is more important than LinkedIn. It's a great tool. 
as a connector, but it doesn't need to be the be all end all. That's where you spend all your time. I love how you said you could send a note, and especially if they're first degree connection, typically in their contact information, their email is in there. So you could actually send a personalized email to them and it's outside of LinkedIn and, and say, you know, I saw that you uh, just started and your new role as vice president of this, wherever they happen to work. Uh, congratulations. I, I know that your skill set and your experience when you worked at Perina or somewhere else is going to uh, really help out there because there's some synergies, even though it might be a different industry. So, you know, don't don't put away the tools that you learned at that previous organization. That's going to pay big dividends for you. Um, let me know if there's anything I can do to help, and I'll be cheering you from over here. So enjoy your day, and we'll talk soon. And a lot of times that will flush out, you know, hey, let's let's catch up over coffee or let's jump on a Zoom call or something like that to see, you know, what I'm doing and catch up. And it's just, a, it, again, it, it creates those moments of you know, networking and, and connection. And those networking connection things can generate business. It's happened to me countless times where I have a conversation with somebody and I talk to them about what I do and speaking engagements and, and all of that. And you know, there was a speaking engagement I had last week that came 100% from a referral somebody that I had a conversation with a couple of years ago. I hadn't you know, talked with them in a while somebody approached them and say, hey, do you know anybody that does this? And my name came first because even though I hadn't been in contact with them in a bit, they still remembered the interactions that we had together and how I gave them benefit and helped them out. So they just naturally said, yeah, call this person. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm doing a virtual presentation. You know, it was literally within a two week period where they say, Hey, it was a very last minute situation, but would you be willing to present to this group? Uh, it'll be virtual. So I didn't have to get on an airplane or go anywhere. Uh, and of course I'd be more than happy to help out. No problem. And that came about just by me being a decent human being and connecting with somebody and and networking with them originally again on LinkedIn, but you know, taking it out of that platform and 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 doing something a little bit more personal where it's not in that, you know, 450 posts or responses to congratulations for your new role type of thing. So again, I love that that's just one one component uh, on how you can leverage LinkedIn to strengthen your your networking and, and your relationships outside of the platform. You're absolutely right, and and we never know uh, the results of, of what we do, and and when we pay it forward, we don't expect a return. Maybe in the karma sense, we we think it it, it won't hurt us. But some, some, in some cases, years afterwards, because you, you uh, help that person out or because you, you were a decent human being, being a decent human being is no longer uh, <laughs> easy for some people to do because of the automation, because of other, uh, other things. Just being there for them enables them to remember you. And when they, they're asked about burnout or about speaking, they would mention your name and, and referrals are the best clients you could, you could uh, hope for. Yeah, it's the best advertising you can get is just being helpful and, and paying it forward. And, you know, I always have an expectation. I said, this will 
you know, something that I need will be presented to me. It may not be from that individual, but I know if I go about my living and how I conduct myself both personally and professionally, that when there's things that I need, they will come to me at the time that I need them. Uh, I want to say effortlessly, but a lot easier than typical because again, when you have a, a really good network and you understand what people are doing, it's easier where you can say, okay, if I need to talk to somebody about this, or I need to talk to somebody about workplace harassment or someone that is really good in this type of therapy or someone that is really good with software design or somebody that's really good with LinkedIn, for example, and helping an organization get a better grip on how to leverage it to grow their business or, or their networking. I know these people. So I can say, yeah, maybe reach out to Daniel and you know, they'll, they'll be able to guide you on some things you can do to improve your LinkedIn experience or game, however you want to call it, which is going to have return on their business, their investment. And it's just, and going back to what I said earlier too, it's a consistency thing and consistency is hard. I know this. I, it took me a long time to come to grips with that because for me, thankfully, for most aspects of my life, I've been fairly consistent in how I approach things. I, I love systems. I, I like being organized. I like having things where I feel they should be because it makes it easier for me to do the things I do in life. If I know where my keys are all the time, if I know where everything is, if the kettle is ready with water the night before. So in the morning I can turn it on. I don't have to fill it up. That's a you know 10 second exercise, but I did it before. That way I just in the morning when I'm one eye open, I can just hit the on button and away we go. Um, it, I'm, I, I do all kinds of things like that in my life because then I don't have to think about it. It makes life flow easier for me. And when you're consistent with what you do, whenever you figure out how you want to utilize LinkedIn, consistency will stand out over time. You know, I'm going to give a real quick example because I definitely want to ask you a couple more questions, but this week, my 500th episode of my show released. It's 500 shows. I'm, I'm blown away by that number. I'm like, how in the world did I get to that? But then I look at the list and go, okay, I know how I got to it. But how did I get to it? Consistency, dedication. I know what I have to do schedule people, interview them, have the show edited, schedule for release, release, promote. Boom, 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 boom. It just, and it's, that's, that's the system and that's how it works. And it, it does well. And, but, you know, it took me a while to get that system in place, but once I got it in place, I don't have to think about it. I just know this is the next step. This is the next step. It's like using a map or GPS, you know, it's going to work. And when you're consistent and you come up with a system and how you want to use LinkedIn or any other plan or mechanism or anything you do in business, consistency will pay off in the short term, but definitely the long term. That, that's uh, so true. And, and I, I like the way that your profile speaks for, for itself. Because if we circle back to the person who mentioned your name to the client for the speaking engagement, then when as soon as they visited your profile, they got information that made them in, understand they want to reach out to you. And in many cases, leaders who are on the, on the LinkedIn platform, 
fail because their profile doesn't speak for itself. It would say X, Y, Z, but when they speak with you, they would say, Michael, it says X, but actually what I would like you to understand is Y and Z and, and alpha, beta, gamma, and that's not very powerful. And another uh, uh, thing that um, relates to, to our networking, when something happens, when we need to pivot, when we lose our job, or when, when we no longer have clients, then we should rely on our network. But nobody likes to, the, the fact that we remember them only when they need when we need them. So doing the things you mentioned earlier, being them being there for them on a consistent basis, even if it's once you know a year, even if it's one every three years, it will improve your chances of feeling okay reaching out to that person, and it will definitely bring more referrals and more long term opportunities. For you, so don't we? You don't have to wait for crisis to happen. They will happen, and your network is the best plan for you to gain new ground, to to have consistent clients, to to build your career like like you need. Don't wait for the crisis to build those relationships. Do it now, and you will. If crises happen, their their impact will be minimized. Plus two, one of the nice things. And let's say crises are nice, but when there is a time of need, either for yourself or someone you know, that know, like, and trust factor is already in play. They know what type of work you do. They know the type of person you are, type of organization you are. So they can reach out and we already know each other. And which means, okay, that cuts through the, okay, help, I need something. Well, I don't know who you are. Okay, well, let's get the basis, foundation first of who you are. So I make sure that the type of help that I give you would actually work for you. Once we know each other through networking and all of that, then we those things are already addressed. And the consistency, again, of knowing these individuals or companies is when there is a time of need, you say, you know what, I'm going to help you out on this. You know, like the situation with COVID or with you know people that need staff training or HR departments are overwhelmed because there's just a lot of people leaving. I know a lot of those people in the sector. So I ask them, how are you? How are things going? How are you doing with this? It's like, okay, here's here's some articles that I found on this. Many of it you may have already read, um, but maybe you haven't. Maybe there's something here that would be applicable to what's going on there. And I'll get the feedback of, that article you sent me really helped out in the conversation that I had with the leader. And we're, we're going to approach things a little bit differently to see if we can kind of change the tide a little bit here. I'm like That's awesome. It's amazing. And I just made things a whole lot easier for an organization and for everybody that works there, for people that are on the fence of quitting or do I not quit because the culture of this organization isn't what I want it to be? All of a sudden, the organization says, We're, we recognize there's some things we need to improve, so let's work together. Guess what? All of a sudden, that person doesn't have to quit, which eases their stress, which makes their home life better, which makes their health better, all by me sending an article on here's some tips to help. You know what? Am I going to get paid from that? Not in a compensation way necessarily right now. But what I did do is help an organization change the tide, which improves the lives of everybody involved. I mean, that's, that is something that is a wonderful feeling to be able to do. And each of us have that in us. We have knowledge 
that can be beneficial to people. A, a simple tip or an article or just showing that you're thinking about them when they're going through a challenging time in, in their industry means volumes to them. And they're going to remember that. And it's just, again, it's a pay it forward thing, but it, it, a lot of people think, oh, it's going to be so much work. You know, yes, maybe, but, you know, scale it down, start really simple and then grow from there as you're learning things. And then it won't be so cumbersome to you know, be really active in this platform. Yeah, if, you, if you're a good listener and, and you are, then you, you know what interests people you communicate with. And then you don't have to scout information for them. Actually. You don't have to research things for them. But when, when you'll find something that relates to what they've just discussed with you and you share it with them, it will go a long way into them remembering you and referring or, or recommending you down, down the road. Because burnout prevention seems to me a lot easier than the cure. So anything you could do to delay that or to help the organization and the executive is going to be appreciated by both sides. Definitely agree. So Daniel, I've loved this conversation. Where can people find out more about you and this awesome work you're doing? Thank you very much. Uh, Daniel Alphon is the best place to go. Uh, there are articles there that could uh, jump on a, on a call with me. And there's a giveaway of a cheat sheet uh, improving their LinkedIn profile headline. And I'll definitely have those links in the show notes. So Daniel, once again, thank you so much for your time today. Love this conversation. I'm a big fan of, of the work you're doing. And, and obviously, LinkedIn as well is, is a great tool to you know really help out organizations. And obviously, that ends up helping me too. So thank you again for your time today, Daniel. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for being on the Breakfast Leadership Network, Mike. Thanks for listening to the Breakfast Leadership Show, part of the Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business and your life.